You're listening to Live from My Mother's Basement with me, Mike Marino. Yours truly, Mike Marino, live from my mother's basement. Obviously, we are not in my mother's basement for this particular episode. We're in Los Angeles, California, affectionately known as the NoHo Arts District, which is an area that's becoming overcrowded. There's way too many people here. So if you're watching the program tonight and you want to come to Los Angeles to be an actor, do me a favor, stay the fuck in your home state and leave us down alone. There's too many buildings here, there's no place to park, and the traffic is absolutely out of control, and we're going to get to the point of how out of control the, the traffic is, because this young man who's on the show tonight was supposed to be about an hour and a half ago, but he was stuck in traffic. Why? Because that's what's fucking going on in Los Angeles. It sucks. Now, as you can see, we have a brand new studio here in Los Angeles. This is the NoHo Arts District area, affectionately known as North Hollywood. And I'm loving it. And as you can see, we're very patriotic tonight because the American flag is behind us. And not only just this particular American flag, this is the American flag that flew over the Paramount Theater in Asbury Park, New Jersey, when Bruce Springsteen was cutting his album, Sounds from Asbury Park. And who has that flag? I do. Because I knew the production assistant, and he stole his flag, and he mailed it to me. And now it's on my wall here in my studio in Los Angeles. I have a special guest tonight. This young man came to a couple of my shows. Actually, he came to the shows because of the publicist who's in this room, who's friends with uh, Christine Sclafani, the actress, who made this happen. But then putting two and two together, we find out that he is the cousin of, correct? Cousin the cousin of, of Joe Gorga in New Jersey, who I'm working with now, who's on the show, Jersey Housewives, who's on another talk show in New York City tonight which is a little bit bigger than mine, but I couldn't make it. So everybody who's watching right now from the East Coast, look at him, he's nice and tan. He was in traffic for an hour and a half to come here. This is Louis Tadaro. Hello, What's up, buddy? everybody. Thanks What's for coming down, on? man. I'm sorry I was breaking your balls, but, sorry, you know, late. holy shit, you didn't even bring any pizza. <sighs> I wish I had time. I can't, uh, as you said, all these actors got to stay home. Yes. You can't go anywhere. It's, it's, it's just ridiculous out here. So let's start like this. Where are you originally from? Well, where do you think? I mean, I well, listen to me talk. Where do you think? Jersey. Well, all right. North Jersey. North Jersey. Oh, See, now, yes. I'm from Jersey City, which I always thought was North Jersey. It's actually not. I think it's Central Jersey. If you go North Jersey, you're going towards Bergen County. Is that you? That's me. How yep. far up? Well, I grew up really technically in Passaic County. All right. So, Wayne, so he's been a troublemaker most of his life. Since I came Wayne. out of the womb. Yep. You know, Wayne. it's really funny. I didn't mean to interrupt you, but you saying Wayne, which to me was a, a wealthy area. And then you um, step two blocks over, seriously, two blocks over, and you yep. go where your cousin's from, Joe Gorga, which yeah. is Patterson. Right. And I don't know, was he like the only white guy in Patterson? This is a nasty place. I mean. Yeah. Well, I actually... Grew up in Patterson as well. Oh, you did? I actually, my grandmother's house was right across the street from the house Joe grew up in. So I've known Joe since I was born. Um, but there is one Italian street left in all of Patterson. And that's where my grandmother and Joe's parents lived for oh, 100 years. Right. Um, but, and yeah, you, take a place, you take a place like this 
And the only reason why it still has that Italian particular person is because they ain't giving it up. Nope. And the people in that area, by hook or by crook, ain't going anywhere near those people. Nope. Because they, they're saying to themselves, they have to be dangerous <laughs> to remain here this long. And if they're older people, which I'm assuming this is your grandparents, yeah. they're looking at the grandparents like the guy's got to be packing a shotgun because there's no way an 85-year-old guy is going to walk up and down this street without some kind of protection. Well, actually, they're not really worried about the guys. They're worried about the Italian grandmother with, this, with the broom. You have the broom. Because the, the, the grandmothers are way rougher than the grandfather. They don't give a shit to look out the window. They want to know what everybody's doing. I mean, my grandmother tell you when the garbage guy and when... When the girl across the street's going food shopping, she knows everything on the block. Everything that goes on, she knows. I remember so when, we were in, when we were in Jersey City and we were kids and we were growing up in a neighborhood like that. You had some of these old people on the block that you just did not mess with, not even for a minute. <laughs> That's right. And you're talking about old people that can't run, they can't chase <laughs> after you, they're probably not going to, but you just did not, I don't know what it was. They had that look. My grandmother sat on that stoop and bit her lip. <laughs> Which means I will kill you somehow yeah. with, with, his, with a dull spoon if I have to. I'll eat your heart. <laughs> now let me ask you if you know this because I knew when this happened I was I was in big trouble when they did it. Oh yeah, that means yeah. You're, you're your cousin's trouble. doing that all the time, Joe. Yeah. But my, my mother bit her whole entire hand, not just the edge. <laughs> she put it in a fist and stuck it down her throat for some reason. My, I'll kill you. I'll kill you. You sons of bitches. That's what my mother used to say. You little motherfuckers. I'll kick the shit out of you. And it worked. Look at us. We don't yeah. bother nobody. We grew up nice. Did it work? Yeah, here we so are on a bad. podcast. Well, I guess. I grew up a, a nice good. There's one of our, my, a guy writing into the show right now. One of my favorite shows is Animal House Radio, and that's uh, Carlo Valerio in New Jersey. He has a great show, uh, show and uh, he gets a lot of celebrities to come on his show, which is really cool. So, Carlo, we're doing a shout out to you all the way from Los Angeles with Louis Todardo, and uh, he's from our neighborhood, and I think. Um, What's the next town over from Patterson other than you got Patterson, Wayne? Hawthorne. With an H. Hawthorne. Yep. Okay. That's right. Haldon. Haldon, North Haldon. Yep. Haldon. That's where the radio station is, right? Yeah. What's up, cuz? How you doing, Carlo? Carlo. Yeah, that's him. And uh, Carlo has that radio show. And also the Wise Guys of Comedy. No. The Wise Guys Talk Show. And they're all in North Haldon. And they're all firemen. Freddie the Fireman. Freddy that's the great fireman. shows to go on. You should yeah, go on that out. show, and yeah. so should Joe go on the show if he's not even been on it already. Carlos, what's up, man? I'll be back in Jersey next month. We got to get together. There you go. See how that works? That's it. The Italian people stick together. As long as they're, they're far away from each other, everything's <laughs> going to be all right. Yeah. You're over there. We're over here. Everybody's going to be happy. All right, so you grew up in Patterson, and when we were talking, you came over to the show that I was performing in, and we met, and we, we found out that we have a friend in common. Now, is he your cousin cousin, or is he a Paisan Italian? No, uh, he's a Paisan. So, yeah. I mean, I, I, you know, I've known Joe since I was born. Explain and... that, because to a lot of people watching the show right now, we're not white. We're Italian. Yeah. So, if we say somebody's a cousin, it really doesn't mean he's a cousin. Right. By blood. He is what we call a Paisan I always said Bison. I thought it was a B, but that's my mother's dialect. I'm a Brutes. What are you? I'm Sicilian. I'm Sicilian. Huh? Even worse. <laughs> we we sense. You can actually tell by the color in our skin that we're Italians, <laughs> yeah. but this is Brutes, which is <laughs> blonde north. hair, blue eyes, up north. It's up north. Like North Jersey. Yeah. <laughs> and he's Sicilian, yeah. which is way down the boot. We're not supposed to get along. <laughs> 
I bet you he has a dialect that my mother wouldn't even understand. Are you fluent? I am. I mean, I've lost it a little bit now uh, because I'm not around my grandparents as much. Where all they spoke was Italian, so right. but I'm fluent. But uh, you know, I've lost it a little bit. I'm not as I'm not as good as I used to be. Yeah, you know, but I really have to practice. So a week in Sicily and you have it. Yeah, and there's no Italians out here in Los Angeles, so nobody's really speaking Italian. Or Sicilian to even yeah. figure out the dialect, because if I was to say, hello, how are you, in Italian, he probably wouldn't even know what the hell I'm saying. We used to no. say, get each. Get each, yeah, <laughs> we, we used that. That was more of a slang. It's though. very slang. It's slang, yeah. It's, it's like saying, uh, hey, dude, what's up? Yeah. Sort exactly. of like that. Not even. It yeah, wouldn't even I mean, be what's up. Get each, it's, uh, uh. <laughs> it's <a fucking laughs> makes no sense whatsoever. No, no. But explaining the Paisan means... You're so close as a friend that you should be cousins. Right. Right? Exactly. That's exactly what it is. And we, you know, we're so tight-knit, the Italians, that, you know, when you do have another Italian, we all stick together. And when you call them your cousin, that means, you know, your family, you'll do anything for, you're loyal. Yeah. That's just our way hey, of showing respect. We yeah. don't. Like, we're almost cousins. We're, right. we're about to beat her by the end of the show. By the end of the show, by the end of the show he'll be he my cousin. He will be a Bizon. Yep. Done. I might even know. It's funny we point at each other like this. <laughs> See, the time they feed off each other. We just know. We're all he the definitely same. has olive oil skin. Look how pale I am. How fucked up is that? I look so I did German. Out today, they said, "Well, the weather people, you know, they're great." It was supposed to rain here in Los Angeles for five straight days. Yeah. It was eighty-two and sunny out today. I got burned. And when it rains in California, it's really drizzling. Yeah. It's yeah. just. It's like. Pfft. And it's hysteria. Because it, <laughs> nobody knows how to drive. There are other people before you hear ambulances, fire trucks. I mean, it's a big. We're going to die. What's rains. going on? It's raining. Yeah. It was lightning. No, no, the light blew out. <laughs> the traffic should have been let. If it was raining, I would have made it here on time because people don't leave the house when it rains. So you know that, right? Yeah. You've been yeah. here longer than me. I've so, been here about 30 years. Okay, you got me beat by. But I go back and forth. So I go home and I get my pizza, then I come back. Yeah. Although you could get good, good pizza in this area. So we, we're miss, missing the point. So we're Bizons. He's talking about Joe Gorga, who is on the Jersey Housewives. And his wife is Melissa Gorga. And uh, Joe recently started to get into some stand-up. And we were having some fun doing some shows. We're going to do more shows. We're going to get back to that. But right now, we're going to talk about the fact that this young man was a child star. Oh, boy. I watched, I watched all your clips when you sent me over the thing when you dressed up. Uh, the the period piece. I don't know what the name of that. Nineteen twenties. Nineteen twenties. PBS. Yep. Oh my God! I was laughing. I'm like, this can't be the same guy that I met in the bar because you were so you know a nice Italian guy from Jersey. And he goes, oh by the way, I was a child star. And I put it on. I go, look at the little cream puff. He's a little cream puff. You want to pinch his cheeks? So tell us about that. What were you like? Five years old? No, it's actually. Uh... What's the name of the show again? The one that, that one was called Ghostwriter. It was a very popular kid show uh, back in the '90s. Um, it was on PBS, and I was a lead role in that. Uh, I actually booked that pretty early on in my career. I was about nine, nine right. and a half. Right. Yeah. You looked yeah. like such a cute little kid. Had that whole little immigrant thing coming. Yeah. When I was watching, I'm thinking, okay, look at him. He's in the Titanic. <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> Hope what he makes like, yeah. it. You know, he's, he's little Michael Corleone on the island there, <laughs> yeah. coming across Ellis Island. Look at this guy, Michael Fidelli. I just want to stop real quick. He's writing into the show. He's an actor in New Jersey. But do you see what he's saying? No. How no. many aunts and uncles that you have that are really not your aunt and uncle? And why do we call other people in our culture aunt and uncle? Respect. Respect. It's the same Respect. Thing. Who's yep. that? That's my aunt. 
That's my Aunt Joan. Is that your real aunt? Well, no. <laughs> but out of respect, She's you said aunt. That's it. All right. Yep. See? And he's Italian, I, I would assume. I mean, his yeah, last name is Fidelli. Fidelli. <laughs> I was just wondering if he was Italian. So just Brian Figueroa's not, but yet he wants to be part of it. And see, though, he's saying he watched you on PBS. Did you? See? So you never know who's going to be watching the show. And he's like, oh, my God, I saw him on PBS. I go, that's him. He's sitting right here. So tell us about that. That's the first series you were on? Well, yeah, I mean, it's it was kind of a, a unique thing with me because nobody in my family was an actor or uh, or was in the business, even though all Italians should be actors because they're acting all day long uh, with the way they talk and the way they act. Exactly. But I was uh, in New York City with my father at a karaoke bar with my family, and I was up there singing and dancing and doing the, the shit at that nine? I do all the time. At nine, yeah, well, my family to eat. It was a yeah. karaoke bar, and I got up there and started singing. I don't even know if they called it karaoke when you were nine. I don't nine. know what it was. Had it been like, over there with the thing and the mic. Yeah, so, yeah, whatever they <laughs> called it. Yeah, and it, and it was an Italian place, too, so that you can imagine what that place Go was figure. like. Yeah. In Patterson? <laughs> no, it wasn't Patterson. It was Manhattan. No, Manhattan. Oh, Manhattan? No, we were in the big leagues then. So we, what there. we would say is the city. The city. The city. Yeah, I say that here. I'm like, I'm going to the city. They're like, where? Where? Where was that? I'm I'm at the beach now, so I where else would the city be? I never West even home. knew that was a slang until I came to California. I, I said, well, you know, I cut my teeth in the city. What city? Yeah, the city. That's about <laughs> that same thing here. It's over there. You get, yeah, well, how do you get there? Well, you take the bus, and you go through the tunnel, and you're in the city. <laughs> you go to the tunnel. I never called it Manhattan. Never. I still I never I, even I said New York City. I never even knew it was Manhattan Island until I came to California. Oh, you mean Manhattan Island? Where is there an island? Yeah, people don't know that. Nobody either. goes to the islands. No, then you realize it is an island. It is. But it's nobody goes, nobody goes swimming there. Because you don't go to you Long ain't, Island. You ain't going surfing. No. I went surfing the other day. Where were you? It was on the island. <laughs> or eight <laughs> degrees. Yeah, what kind of trees they got over there? Oh, there's no trees. No trees. <laughs> kind of old cement and garbage. Yeah, right. That's what they got there. Did you go fishing? No, no, but I got a tire. <laughs> <laughs> and a body. Yeah. Let it roll the body out of there with the pole. <laughs> I went fishing the other day. What'd you catch? A foot. A foot. <laughs> a foot. A foot long. So, yeah, okay, we called it the city. So you went into the city. You were at the karaoke bar. Yeah, I was there singing and dancing and doing my thing. And a, and a woman came up to me or came up to my dad and uh, gave her a card. Me and my dad weren't paying any attention. He gave it to my mother. My mother goes, oh, my God, you know, she's all over the paper. She's a big manager. Said, okay. So they took me into the office and I read and, and then that was it. They signed me on the spot and they started sending me out and I started booking stuff. As a matter of fact, I booked my first commercial audition, first ever audition I went out on. I got it. I'll never forget it was for a, a clothing line called French Toast. I didn't know what I was doing. And the only reason why I made it, I'm gonna tell you, is because I didn't care. I, I didn't care. I yeah. had big coyotes. Yeah. And I'd go in there and do whatever they told me. And if I didn't get it, I really didn't give a crap. The other yeah. people, the mothers were like, with their kids, they'd kill them. Read the lines! They were like nuts. Yeah, the showbiz I parents. Oh, for Remember them showbiz no parents? They scared the bejesus out of their kids. Bad. Get in there and read that scene. He was sitting there going, oh, it's really not that big of a deal. And then you got it. I didn't care. Because you didn't give a shit. Oh, no. What are I we doing here? In there. I want to be playing soccer. That's it, yeah. So that that I uh, I just kept going and booking and booking, and then I got signed to Disney. I was doing a bunch of stuff for Disney, and uh, I started doing a ton of national commercials. I actually uh, was signed by an Italian ice cream commercial. 
Hold it one second. Watch this. JJ, the flag is here in Los Angeles. That's the guy who gave me the flag. Hey. James Croithium. Hey, James. James. JJ. You're checking this out. See how he's saying nice flag? Just so you know, I'm probably not even supposed Thank to have you. it. Hey, listen. Nice Your secret is safe with us. <laughs> this guy is Mr. Asbury Park, New Jersey. He runs all the productions at the famous Paramount Theater in Asbury yeah, Park, yeah, Bruce Springsteen, Bon Jovi, uh, the Jersey Hall of Fame, Stone Pony, all this famous stuff that comes out of Asbury Park and also the people who are in the Asbury Hall of Fame and stuff like that. But JJ, affectionately known as JJ, his real name is James Croithium, which I've never said in my entire life. Um, he, uh, he knew where to go. You can actually go underneath the Paramount Theater through a catacomb that takes you to a um, hotel. And it was built back in the 1920s during Prohibition. So when the ships came in through the, the ocean in Asbury Park, they would run the illegal alcohol with the mobsters underneath the Paramount Theater and into the hotel. I can't think of the name of the hotel. It's creepy, it's scary. Geraldo Rivera went down there, there's ghosts down there, and now there is no flag, because I have it. But it's better here in Los Angeles. Yes, it, look, it looks good. It's I great. had to spray it with Febreze, because it stunk like a Jersey house down on the Jersey Shore. It did stunk all day today. I went and I got Febreze. In fact, when I was getting the Febreze, I went to Target, and everything was gone. There's no toilet paper, there's no towels, nothing to clean your ass with. Nothing. So I took the Febreze and I was telling everybody, I don't know if you watch the news or not, but you have to Febreze your entire house. It's been all over the news. So I took mine and then they wiped out the shelf. I'm like, you idiots. I was kidding. It's a fucking joke. <laughs> it is crazy, man. Yeah. I wonder you couldn't get nothing. Well, Everything if you really want to get something, and I'll tell you this now because this is going to work. If you need toilet paper, you need paper towels, and you need any kind of cleanser, you don't know where to go because you think you got to go to Target. You think you got to go to Walmart. You got to go to all these big superstores. Lowe's. Lowe's. Go to Lowe's. Nobody knows. They, they're going in there for tools. They got cleansers, toilet paper, paper towel, and Home Depot. Go in there. Most people right. going in there for construction shit. I went in today, and I, uh, I got my Febreze. Well, it does smell nice. Now that does smell nice. It. Smell it. Yeah. We just, shout we out just to Asbury got... Park, by the way, because it is off the hook now. It is. Uh, James, right? JJ. JJ. Yup. Asbury Park is great what they're doing down there. I was hanging out all this summer. Uh, so shout out to Asbury Park for, for how far it's come. Yep. All true. That is true. You're the man, brother. That's right. I love you and I miss you. We're going to see you during the Garden State Film Festival the last week of March. All right. So what we're talking about is acting career. And started booking a lot of national commercials. Now, back in the 70s and the 80s, booking a TV commercial that went national, a teenager or a preteen could make $20,000, $25,000 in one year on a day. It took you a day to shoot the commercial. Right. When it started running, you're getting these checks going, what the hell is this for? Then you get guys who are nice and cute like him, right. and they bite into a potato chip. Or they bite into a Snickers bar, and all of a sudden he's got 12 national commercials running, and he's making $100,000 a year preteen. So when he pulls up at 16 years old to his high school, he's got a Lamborghini. <laughs> I didn't have a Lamborghini, but I did have the brand new M3 that nobody had. So I was only kidding around. See, I did I really have the did. M3. And, and the good thing was, I paid for every dollar of it. 
So nobody could bust my chops when I rolled up with the new, uh, you know, yeah. See, expensive you Beamer. Like a traditional Italian boy in uh, Wayne Patterson area, even when you started to get a lot, you still were like, you know what? I live in my, with my parents. I ain't fucking around. I'm not going to screw this up. I'm yeah. going to do the right thing. You know, you didn't buy the creme de la creme car, but you bought a badass car. That's right. And you did it yourself. I did. I did. I did. It was, it was a big thing uh, because my mother, my family was very smart. They, they saved my money. Yeah. Because I would have lived through it, and, you know. Like enough. Well, yeah. So one of the things I said, I said, look, I'll keep working. I'll save the money. But when I turn 16, I'm buying whatever car I want. And that's it. And that was the deal I made. So it was a good treat for myself. Sometimes I just wonder. I mean, I don't have any children that I could talk about. No, I don't have any children. But I could say this. I, I would want to be raised the way my parents raised me. They yeah. were strict as oh, shit. Yeah. Yes, my father and mother, they bit their hand. And they wouldn't think twice about cracking you ahead in oh, public yeah. for doing something that you thought about doing that they thought would be wrong. No problem at all. And My mom know. had all different utensils she used. <laughs> and I feel bad because I really was a, you know, a pain in the ass. So, you know, I drove my mother nuts. But they got brooms, wooden spoons. Uh, sandals are good shoes. If they can't reach you, they which most of the time, because I used to run, then that's when the, the shoe would come. You know, some sort of shoe. But when know, did you deserve when, when did you stop being the, the actor or pursuing it? Well... Uh, you know, I, I got, I should say, I, I kind of got burnt out because I was doing it from so young. I couldn't play sports. I couldn't do anything, you know. Uh, being on set, it's a little different when you're under 18 because not only do you have to work, but you also have to, you, you can't miss out school. Yeah, they had so, the, the teacher come on the set. And, so that I right. Oh, so that now must have I'd have sucked. to work, memorize lines, and then with my ADHD, they would tell me, go sit <laughs> in a trailer with one guy like this. So today, and I'd be like, are you out of your mind? There's no way I'm sitting here. So it, it, it was challenging. But like I was saying before, I was signed to an Italian ice cream commercial. And they would fly me to Milan, Italy once a month. All expenses paid. I'd go oh, with my father. Oh, no shit. Yep, to do the, Ita the, 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 the ice cream commercial in Italian, because I spoke Italian, and an American. So that was fun. So it had a lot of perks. But it was a lot of downsides. Yeah. A lot of ice cream. It's not even ice yeah. cream. It's, uh, what was it? Well, they're called gelato. Gelato. Yeah. Out there. But it Gelato's a lot too. softer. It's a lot tastier. Way better. Way. You see his way, face? Way, way, better. way better. Way better. Get that here. He made the face like as if he was tasting it. I do. It was tailored. I uh, was. It really gelato. is. That's the best food there. Uh, I ate like a king. It was so great. And, and everybody's thin dad. there. Look, he's thin and trim. Well, that's LA. Italy didn't do that. Oh, really? No. No. That was here. I mean, if, you, if you're not trim here, I mean, they look at you weird. I get looked at like I'm weird every day. I mean, they chew leaves here. I mean, people don't eat there. <laughs> they, chew I mean, they, they, they chew leaves. They, they, all types of weird I'm on the stuff. new diet. What are you doing? You just get this leaf from the tree. That's it. Chew on this. You chew that. It's a big great. It'll curb your appetite. Yeah, right? and when you're done with the leaf, you take the branch and you pick your teeth. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, where's Joe's Pizza? That's the one good spot in West Hollywood. Anybody in L.A., this is two Italians telling you Joe's Pizza. It's in West Hollywood. Very good. They Joe fly to from, Waterman. Uh, oh, do they really? Oh, yeah, they're from Brooklyn. Now I found out because I was struggling. Is that here. Mulberry Street? I wish. No? Mulberry no. Street Pizza? He's not there no more? I don't think so, no. No, no, he's not there no more. This is Joe's right here in West Hollywood. Bunch of guys from Brooklyn. I love They're Mulberry. like, we fly to Waterman. I'm like, I'm in. Give me yeah. a bite. 
because there's some theory behind this whole thing that the water here doesn't make the dough rise properly. So they fly in water from, let's say, Brooklyn or maybe even from New Jersey because it's got, I don't know, something in it, maybe like uh, metal. Yeah, it's probably something good. Some kind of metals. Yeah. And it makes the pizza taste better. Much better. And this is why we're not chefs because we don't know what the fuck we're talking about. But it's close to the truth. And we're going to talk so, about some people that are here in Los Angeles that have great food in a little while because we're going to finish up and find out what you're doing now. So you do this whole acting thing. Yeah. You grow up as a child actor. You're making more money than any teenager or kid going to getting ready to go to college. And then what? Then what? So then I drove my mother crazy because I said, nah, I don't want to act anymore. I think I'm going to go into the music business. So then I start DJing. And uh, I blew up pretty quick, man. I played all over New Jersey, New York, and I was still auditioning, but I was more focusing on DJing. I, I did some production, put some stuff out, uh, traveled all over the country, played for big rooms. It was a ton of fun. Probably lost a couple of years of my life doing it, but I wouldn't take it back. Yeah, too bad DJing um, back in that day isn't like DJing now because now the guys are making millions of dollars. Yeah, I, was, I just from. missed it. You come from the era of DJing when you had the milk crates with the big 45s, right? Yeah, yeah. And you had to actually do the whole thing yeah, and exactly. bring the whole thing. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. So I did that. We got uh, some fans from Australia. Australia. One of the coolest things about doing this live, and I'm sorry, I apologize, everybody, but the writing coming in is just way too fast. But when we get a letter from Australia, and I could see that that quick, that's really, really cool. Michael Hughes. I don't even know what time it is in the land down under. But I hope you people are safe and everything is okay. Uh, we just found out today if we wanted to leave Los Angeles and go to Australia, we can't. Nope. Because supposedly the president of the United States said, lockdown, don't go nowhere. But we're already under lockdown because we're in Los Angeles and you can't get anywhere anyway yeah. because we're always in traffic. So we, we, we live in lockdown. We're used to it. I mean, you see what I'm thinking. <laughs> we're used to it. Michael, what's up? <laughs> Mikey. All right. Well, what are you doing now? Yeah, so now, uh, I I mean, I, uh, I transferred probably over. I was always into business, so I did multiple different businesses. I moved out here, uh, was doing some behind-the-scenes stuff production-wise, worked on a couple of shorts and stuff like that. Um, but I opened up a couple of businesses, and uh, and that's what I just do now. now I love when a Italian guy from New Jersey says, I opened up a couple of businesses. I did. Just a few. A couple. Just a couple. You got to do what works, right? So you got to try different things. What are these businesses? Can ah, you talk about knows? them? Nah, I can't talk about them here. But I'll tell you when you shut the camera off. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. I got to, believe it or not, and I'm so not tech savvy, but I have a technology company. Um, don't ask. I don't mean to laugh, but when you hear, it's I got a technology laugh. company. I don't understand the technology. Yeah, but I got somebody he knows. But I know it works. Yeah. So well, when you so, hit the so. button, it goes on. <laughs> so yeah, I, I do. Uh, uh, I've always. I mean, I got into real estate. That's actually where me and Joe partnered up. Me and Joe did a bunch of uh, houses together. Still? Um, no, no. I'm just starting now. But now I'm more on the apartment side, not the houses. Right. So that's what we're doing here. I'm doing a couple of projects that I'm working on. One in San Diego, one in Los Angeles. So, uh, you know, yeah, I keep busy. But I always keep the entertainment thing uh, out there. I'm always getting different offers and stuff and what I decide to take. You know, but uh, on the acting side, I haven't, I haven't gotten any calls or anything like that. Well, we're going to change that. 
because you have a great look. And as everybody out there knows, I have a, a really cool web series called Make America Italian Again. That's right. And if I was president of the United States right now, there would be no such thing as the coronavirus because I know how to get rid of things like that. Right now, we're getting in a lot of letters. And I have to say this really, really quick because, I, I mean, I love the New York, New Jersey things right now. But this guy's writing in from Tennessee. <laughs> oh. Hollering at you from Marfreesboro, Tennessee. Well, howdy is doing. <laughs> Marfreesboro. So where would that be? I don't know. Tennessee. But that's really cool. I love when people write in from different parts of the world, different parts of the country. This Saturday, I'm actually flying to Kansas City, and I'm entertaining at a private party. This go. woman's turning 80 years old, and she's part of the Red Hatters Association. And there's going to be about 150 of these women coming to watch me perform to celebrate their birthday. And this is really out of the box for me, but I'm happy that I was asked to go down there and do it. And as you know, I'm going to be touring the country with Joe if mm -hmm. this virus doesn't fuck everything up for us because... There's a lot of shows that are being canceled, uh, basketball games and baseball games and all kinds of craziness. Rock concerts are being canceled left and right. So there you go, an entertainer's life. I go on a cruise ship once a month. That ain't happening. But the land tours are still up and running. So, folks, if you're out there and you want to come to a show, again, MikeMarino.net. Subscribe to my newsletter. Find out when I'm coming into your neighborhood. Every Wednesday night at 5 o'clock, here in California, except for tonight at 6 o'clock, because he was stuck in traffic. At 8 o'clock on the East Coast, we're always going to be doing live from my mother's basement. And uh, we're always going to be telling you whether you can go and find some great entertainment. And not only that, here in Los Angeles, I have the, uh, the, the graciousness to actually get complimentary tickets to the Laugh Factory, either in Hollywood or in Long Beach. And Friday night, I'll be at the Ha Ha Comedy Club in North Hollywood. I hope you'll come again. Of course. And I can get anybody I want on my guest list. So all you have to do is write to MikeMarinoFans at gmail.com. That's MikeMarinoFans at gmail.com. And say where you met me, how you know me, and how many tickets you would like to those particular shows. Laugh Factory and Ha Ha Comedy Club. I will make that happen for you. Right now, let's say that we are very saddened by this coronavirus that's going on in this world. I mean... It's affecting uh, so many different um, businesses and, of course, people. I mean, we talk about it in the way that we're losing business, but I'm not losing my life. So I'm blessed and I'm happy. And if I can't do a show, fine. We'll do it some other time. Hopefully this whole thing will blow over. I mean, how is it affecting you and your business? Well, I mean, I didn't feel the effect yet um uh fully but i i do see that people are pulling back with everything i mean even just looking at because i'm always looking at houses and apartment buildings and even my realtors are like you know people just aren't even making calls well, let me it's, ask you this question I do really fast because about the uh, i, I want to stay on that topic the coronavirus but in this neighborhood they're seriously flipping houses into buildings oh, yeah. in seconds you go away for a week, you come back, there's 12 units. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. There the used to be all houses out here. Houses. Now they're gone. It's all flex, complex, yeah. complex, complex. Where's everybody going to park? Well, that, that, that's a definite issue. That's a definite. I mean, we're well, I'm right by Runyon Canyon up there by the Hollywood Hills. Forget about it. If you're not the spot, you're not parking. Yeah. You are not parking anywhere near there. It's crazy. The other night, out here in front in the building, they were 8 o'clock at night, these guys decided they need to put uh, plastic all over the wooden buildings because it started raining. And they did it at 8 o'clock at night yeah. in the dark. Yeah. 
This guy's had little tiny flashlights. Yeah, but these they, they, these contractors out here are spoiled. You know, coming from Jersey, uh, you know, you have to deal with the weather a lot. I mean, right? Winter, yeah, okay. You know, out here, you know, as soon as we get a little bit of rain, and uh, you'll see that the contractors won't even come out. Hey, there's our friend Christine Sclafani. Hey, hey. New Jersey boys. Christine, you should have came over. Yeah, where are you? We're still here. Don't ring the door. It'll shut my phone off. I'll come by. Yeah. Well, it's really sad about this whole coronavirus thing. So everybody out there, you know, I don't know. This whole thing about wash your hands and buy a shitload of toilet paper is kind of strange. I mean, I'm, I'm washing my hands. I don't get the toilet paper thing. I have plenty because when I go on tour, I rob the hotels. <laughs> yeah, I, I love taking the soap. Don't you love taking oh, it? The best. Why is it? Is it an Italian thing? I take everything. I wipe it out. Yeah. I go home with the cart. And if they got a nice towel, I'll take that. Too. I'll take a towel. Take a towel. I'll take a towel. It's got to be a new one. It's got to be a nice one. A you nice. Expensive hotels. Yeah, high really end Marriott. Yeah, no, better than the Marriott. Better than the Marriott. Yeah, okay, the whatever it is, you gotta you take the towel. You take the pillow. It's got to be a good <laughs> one though, because if you if you take something that somebody else dried themselves with, I think about that. You ever go to a hotel, you dry yourself, and you're bleeding? <laughs> you're gonna, they got these towels that have been used so many times, like drying yourself with sandpaper. You go out and you're like, hey, where were you? Well, I was just sanding my back. Am I bleeding? <laughs> I'm a lot itchy. Why am I so dry? <laughs> but I go to these hotels, and for some weird reason, I have to take all the toilet paper. I take all the, 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 the soaps. I take all the shampoo. But I don't even use it. I give it away. I'll go under the bridge and hand it to the homeless people. Uh, that's, yeah. that's nice. That's nice. And, and listen, I, I don't know how many people out there actually help the homeless. There's a major homeless problem in North Hollywood. And if you go under these two bridges that are in this area, everybody has a tent. I don't know where they got the tent. Maybe they get it at the Lowe's. They have nice tents, but it's very stinky. And they, people are nasty and mean. I went there, and I had all this food to give to people, and they were mean about it. Yeah. One guy actually said to me, he goes, I wouldn't eat that. I go, you should eat anything. Yeah. You're homeless. What the hell are you talking about? Oh, I'm a vegetarian. I'm like, y you're homeless. <laughs> eat whatever. Eat yet. the potato chips. What the hell are you talking about? Oh, I felt like a loser. Yeah, here I am trying to help these guys. Yeah, happened to me the other day. I gave, uh, I was going through my closet. I got a bunch of clothes. Yeah. So, you know, these communities, like you're talking about the tents, they, they pop up. They're not like a tent or two. They, they come in and they set up a whole unit development. So there's about 30 or 40 of them, and they, they line them up. It's a homeless so development. I, I took these bags, you know, to usually put them in a dumpster. Go, well, so I went and gave it to the homeless guy, and he said, what am I going to do with that? I said, I don't know. I figured if maybe you and some of your friends here would need some clothes, I'm just going to throw these out. He says, well, you have any money? I said, I do, but I was trying to give you the clothes. So when you're saying they're mean, they, don't they want are it. ruthless. They yep. just want money. Imagine that. Yeah, kind of clothes nice clothes too. That's some really nice clothes. I can clothes, just imagine man. giving a guy one of my shirts. Make America Make Italian again. Here's a nice brand new shirt. I wouldn't wear that. Yeah, give me back my shirt. Piece of shit. <laughs> Speaking of shirts, since we're talking about it, I do have a new clothing line coming out, folks. Now, I can't really talk too much about it right now because we haven't taken the photographs and we haven't put it up on the internet. Right on now on the internet at MikeMarino.net, you get these great shirts that actually say, Make America Italian Again on the back. And this is what it looks like for the women. See, it's the baby doll cut. Make America Italian Again 
on the back. And I also have it in men's sizes. Of course, those are the girls' sizes. And for the girls, I don't know if you this notice, right. I've got these little panties. Now, right now, I got the white ones, but I'm going to have the reverse. They will be uh, navy blue with white letters. It says, get the bat on the ass. And in the front, it says, make America Italian again. See right there by the crotch area? Right I tell people all the time, you know, I used to do a catchphrase called get the bat. Because when we were growing up, you had a bat in your car and, yeah, and took course. care of business. So small, medium, large, and don't buy the panties because they don't come larger than this. Because right now it says get the bat, but if you stretch, it says gabagool. <laughs> and for you white people, that means Capri Cola. Yes. I think I just hurt myself. Capri Cola. I never said Capri Cola until I moved to California. See, you couldn't do it either. I can't do it. Well, you, 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 you make calamari. a weird face. Gallimari. You get calamari. What'd like, you who? say, Gallimari? I said Gallimari. Gallimari. And they're like, a what? And the Gallimari. You got to stretch it. Right? You gotta, yeah. So we got those. But we're also coming out with the brand new track suit. All right? <laughs> these these the track guy. pants, come on. This is guidoed out. Oh, yeah. I'm really happy about these. They're soft. Says make America tiny again right over oh, there on the soft. leg. Isn't that soft? soft? Yeah, where's nice. mine? Well, we'll get you a pair. Okay. A constellation prize for coming on the show. For being late, you go home with a tracksuit. You See know that? what? For coming on my show, you get a free tracksuit. Not only do you get these pants, you're going to get the hoodie. Wow. Let me get the hoodie. See the hoodie. And watch this. Here comes the trivia. We say hoodie now. What did you call this when you were younger? I call it, well, we call them hoodies now. I call it a sweatshirt. A sweatshirt with a hood on it. That's what my mother said. Go get your sweatshirt with the hood. It's oh. cold. Remember? Yeah. No, get the right. sweatshirt with the hood. Now they have to call it yeah. a hoodie because people got to change shit because they're too lazy to come up with the whole thing and say it. They got to cut it in half. But this is the hoodie because it's got a hood. You're going to be able to get them too. And I want to talk about some coffee, and I want to talk about where to get some good food. So you tell us where you get good food while you're here in Los Angeles. All right, it's so a Friday, Saturday night, or maybe even a Sunday afternoon. Where are you going? Where am I going? Well, it depends on what I'm in the mood for. But believe it or not, I love the food in West Hollywood. Um, I like Chaconis. I like Craig's. Craig's is one of my favorite spots. And I know everybody's probably that's in Los Angeles saying it's very hard to get in there, which it is. Is it? I never even heard of it. Was it upscale? But when you're Italian, you have connections. So I get right in, <laughs> you know? So, yeah, I love Craig's. I love Chaconis. Um, uh, if I'm in the mood for Mexican, which is about once every six months, I will... Uh, <laughs> I go to the car wash. <laughs> when I want Mexican food, I'm going to the car wash. She don't speak English, and you know what that means? It's going to be good. Right, yeah. Well, oh, the street carts are the best here. Yep. The best. You will get the best Mexican food. As a matter of fact, there's one right down the street from your house, right by where my cousin lives. I'll drive 30 minutes just a to truck? this guy. Oh, no. He sets right up on the curb. And it's the freshest meat that you'll ever have. And it's wow. cheap. And it's amazing. Hope. I saw one of, the, one of the trucks. It said, farm to curb. Come on, people. That's hilarious. That's great. Farm that to great. curb. It's supposed to be farm to table. They said farm that to curb. Great. You know what I said to the guy? How far is the farm? <laughs> is it curb to curb? <laughs> Where'd you get this food that's coming to the curb? Is it over there from that curb? What's that little thing going in and out of the sewer? Curb to curb. That's what they got. Well, I think there's a lot of great Italian restaurants, of course, in Los Angeles. 
a lot of people who are Italian descent, when they come to California to make fun of the pizza, it's not a good place to get pizza. Yes, there is. There's Frankie's on Melrose. Frankie's He's got great good. pizza. There's Mulberry Street Pizza. The guys are from Brooklyn. It's all over. There's uh, Rocco's Tavern on Ventura Boulevard. We always talk about this place. Check this out. This is called Foggia Italian Market in Delhi. Foggia, which is a place in Italy or a town in Italy. Foggia, a taste of Italy. My friends own this place. It's dynamite. It's in Lakewood, 5522 Del Amo Boulevard in Lakewood. I love talking about them because they always come to see me at the Laugh Factory and they bring me a sandwich. There's a sandwich that you can get in this place. It's called the Mike Marino sandwich, which is a meatball sandwich with Parmesan cheese. And this is a great place. You can look them up on the internet. Foggiadeli.com. Check it out, folks. I'm telling you, don't go to Subway. You should get your hands cut off if you go to Subway. You go here, you get yourself a fucking sandwich. And, and order it like that, too. I want a fucking sandwich. And he's going to stuff your face. Don't you like when you go someplace and you don't order? They just know what you want? Of course. They're just like, yay. I don't have that. Don't and they put that. it on the table. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and you're it. eating good. That's this it. is one of those places. They even got sawdust on the floor. You might even know this place because this is in Nutley, oh. which is very good. <laughs> That's why I did so. You see his natural... Hey, 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 oh. I thought you were doing things in Los Angeles. Of course well, I Well, I have to mention King. this, the Hero King, because... Incredible. They, they, it's insane. Now, everybody knows Jersey Mike's here in California, Jersey Mike's around the world, but the original Jersey Mike's is in Belmont, New Jersey. And this is where these guys make these incredible sandwiches. Now, of course, this is not Jersey Mike's, but he's like the original Jersey Mike's. He makes the sandwich so fucking thick, like it's stacked this way. None of this butterfly your bread like that and they slap it closed. I hate that. I want to punch somebody for doing that. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, they like make that. the sandwich no. like this and they put everything over nope. it this way. Then they fold it, which means the bottom is going to get the meat and the top is going to get the salad. And you're not going to get everything in the bite. That's stupid. Who would do that other than... Stupid subway. You shouldn't be going there anyway. I heard you can get a virus in there. And I could say that because I don't care. I want Hero King, Nutley, New Jersey. Uh, they're on Franklin Avenue in Nutley, theheroking.com. They also sell incredible soft drinks. Did you ever call it pop when you were younger? No, I was a little, a little, little young for that. I never called it pop. No? I called it soda. Soda. We always said soda. soda. Never said Coca-Cola. It was no. soda. Pepsi? No. No Pepsi. Soda. Besides, we came from Italian families. Basically, what was going to be on the table was either 7-Up or ginger ale. You? That, that's Remember that? I just said that. That, that is all that. My grandmother always had ginger ale, but she also had cream soda, which I loved. Cream soda, cream soda. Cream soda. Birch beer. You remember birch, birch beer? beer? Still my favorite. I'm making you hungry, right? Oh, yeah. Birch beer was kind of like root beer, only a little smoother. Yeah. Cream soda. Popsicle soda, but it was always called soda. And as far as you, you might remember, if you had a problem when you were a kid, mommy fixed your problem with Canada Dry ginger ale. Everything. Right? Everything. Mom, my stomach bothered. Drink the ginger ale. That, that cures everything. You're yeah. sick. Drink the ginger ale. I got a fever. Drink the ginger ale. <laughs> I broke my leg. Drink the, the ginger, ginger ale. ale. You'll walk in no time. So anyway, Hero Kings. Don't forget about them. Hero Kings. Florence Ravioli. Florence Ravioli's on Park Avenue in my hometown of Scotch Plains, New Jersey. Ooh. 
and it's a fantastic place. It just got bought and uh, it's under new management with some friends of mine that I went to high school with. And I wanted to just mention this really, really quickly. I know we're out in California and you can't get it because uh, it's closed at this time of night. But Florence Ravioli on Park Avenue, Scotch Plains, New Jersey, homemade pastas. They make it in the kitchen. And you know you're getting good pasta when the person who's making it in the kitchen is in a really bad mood. She's about 98 years old and has a mustache. If there's no mustache, the food's going to suck. That's right. Florence Ravioli. I just went to Arizona to do a couple of shows. And on my way out to Arizona, we went through this town called Quartzsite. I hope I'm saying it correctly. Quartzsite, Arizona. And I really don't know what it's all about. It just looked like a ghost town. And it looked like people who said, you know what? Fuck life. I can't take it no more. I'm going to live in my car and I'm going to park it right over there. And they're everywhere. Just hanging out. So I went to this place that sold beef jerky. And I came home with... Uh, barbecue sauce that's called cock. <laughs> cock. Really? Yeah, cock sauce. Cock sauce. Cock barbecue sauce. I left it in the refrigerator, so I don't have it in my hand. But I bought it because I thought it was funny that you could buy cock sauce. Barbecue sauce. And then I got this. <clears throat> Wake the fuck up oh, coffee. Great. How great is that? The only thing that's bad about this is I didn't come up with it because that is the greatest title name for coffee. Wake the fuck up. I wonder who created this. I wonder if it's somebody that from back east. That is great. Extra strong coffee. Look at the guy's face. He's all devastated. Wake the F up. See, they, they didn't want you to say it because they were afraid. Yeah, but they say it there. I know. Fuck up. Yeah, wake right the there. fuck wake up. Wake the fuck up. Wake the it's got to be a Jersey guy or some yeah. New York guy that would come up with that. That doesn't sound like the guys in Arizona would talk like that. Do they? Irving, Texas. Oh, how about that? <laughs> well, I was off. Fucking Texas. Well, maybe there's an Italian guy living in Texas. He moved He came up with cock sauce and wake the fuck up coffee. Yeah. I remember yeah. when I was younger, my father used to go, wake the fuck up and go back to bed before I slap you. <laughs> remember that? I yeah, love you too, like, Dad. Wake the fuck up and go back to bed. You know you're snoring. Remember that? Yep. Uh, so, and there we are. You're very tan. I am tan. I'm always tan. Even in the winter. That's like my father. My father, because he's Sicilian, no matter, it'd be January, and he's black still, because it carries over from the summer. Uh, I so love that slang. He's sometimes. black still. Yeah. In the winter. Right in the middle of winter. Your parents still back east? Of course, yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm the only I'm right. the only knucklehead that came to California. Yeah. I'm the only but I'm having a good time because we get to meet good friends and we get to do good shows. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, we're gonna get going. If you do want to come to a show this weekend while I'm still here in Los Angeles, and Lewis is gonna be there too. Of course. Tomorrow night we're gonna go down to the Laugh Factory in Long Beach, California. If you want some tickets, please uh Write to me at Mike Marino fans. No, Mike Marino fans at gmail.com. Write me, Mike Marino fans at gmail.com. Subscribe to my newsletter at MikeMarino.net. Go to MikeMarino.net. Thank you for watching the show here on Facebook. And thank you for watching the show right here on Instagram. Don't forget, you can hear it on iTunes, Google, Spotify, your favorite podcast app. 
you can even make money with me somehow. Send me some money. Call me. Give me money. He's going to come to the house and get the money from I'll you. I'll come get it. You can listen to us it. on ItalianAmericanRadio.com out of New York City. DDV Radio out of New Jersey every Thursday night at 8 o'clock. We got to get going. Listen, we need you to make America Italian again. I'm running for president. We're going to put him in the web series. He's going to play somebody. He's going to play the guy that flip houses or some shit like that. Yeah. I'm not going to be the vice president? You could be vice president. We already got a guy that can job. be vice president. As long as he gets a bedroom. <laughs> you got to... <laughs> we got... But hey, you got to watch the show you know, so you can understand what we do. You know, one of the biggest compliments I ever got, and I would like to say to my director and my producer and my production team, one of the greatest compliments I think we've ever gotten as a team that put together the web series, Marino 2016, which is now Maya, Make America Italian Again, is I was in Arizona and these two guys did the lines from an episode we call the pizza guy word for word they knew the entire episode i was standing there in shock it's 11 o'clock in the afternoon on a sunday That's they right. were telling me how they were getting ready to go to church and a guy <laughs> goes yeah i'll never forget this and he did the whole thing him and his brother that's amazing like we would do something from i don't know the godfather or, or the good fellas we did the lines you know, you know i know more Exactly. Yeah. And you know it word for word as best you could because you watch it a hundred times. So that means these guys must have been watching this show so many right. times and he came up with a line and uh, it was just the greatest great thing. And you can watch it too, folks. Go to my YouTube channel, Mike Marino Live on YouTube, okay? So, oh look, see, here comes the typical question. Can you see this? What's that say? Sauce or gravy? So, that's ah, an episode. Here it comes. That's, that's an episode that would take us at least two hours to straighten that out. Let's say we had two minutes. All right, so what do you call it? Gravy. Really? See, there's a fight. Gravy's there's brown. A... <laughs> Gravy is brown. See, it's it's Sicilian. It... No, that's a Sicilian thing. I'm no, going to say and it was, no. it's not a Jersey thing. A lot of people think it's a Jersey thing, and it's not. Wait, 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 it's wait. a, it's a, uh, a regionism. A regionalism? People... Comment. See how when fast you, when you're pouring. Pray for when Italy. You're pouring turkey it's brown sauce. gravy. Do you call it sauce? No, it's gravy because that's brown. You see, but that's your grievance. Sauce. That's your grievance. My mother is from Italy, born and bred, and my mother always said, "It's marinara when there's no meat in it, which would have been sauce. And then when you put but the when meat. you put the meat in there and you put your sausage and you put your brajols and you put your meatballs, it becomes gravy." That's what the people that like him that call it gravy. That's their excuse that when you See, put we're gonna the meat have to in, say all of a sudden there's going to be a names. fight in oh, this yeah, apartment. We're gonna go at it. It is <laughs> sauce, everybody. <laughs> it's gravy. We're going to end on that. Let's make America Italian again. Remember, you don't know nothing, you don't see nothing, you don't say nothing. And how do I end every single one of my broadcasts by always saying the same thing? You say it with me. What do we say? Don't take no shit from nobody. Okay. Thank you, Mike. Ready? Look, somebody had to call me at that moment. Here we go. Ready? Don't take no shit from nobody. Good night. Good night, people. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Live from My Mother's Basement with me, Mike Marino. Make sure you log on to all my social media at Mike Marino Live on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter.